What is up, everyone, and welcome to the Bobby Mason Audio Experience. Thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me, personally. Also, a big shout-out to Educating Entrepreneurs. Thank you for sponsoring this podcast. Guys, this podcast is created for all of you because, you know what, the world of entrepreneurship is seriously viewed as this glitzy, heroic career with all these guaranteed pathways to riches and success when, just to be completely honest, you don't just snap your finger and bang, have the mansion, have the travels, have all the pretty ladies. That's just not how it works. So in the Bobby Mason audio experience, we actually have real entrepreneurs on the show. I'm personally a serial entrepreneur after starting 15 companies. And essentially this entire show is just about entrepreneurship and sharing our entrepreneurial stories, our life lessons, our success methods, and lastly, really being honest about our royal F-ups. So thank you so much for listening. You guys can find this podcast anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. You know, iHeart, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all those good things. So without further ado, let's get to the show. Thank you so much again, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, this is your daily coronavirus update with Bobby Mason. Here's the thing. I have been getting a whole lot of people, and no, I mean, I don't, it's probably like 80-20 that have been coming up to me and saying, Bobby, is this just an overblown big deal and we shouldn't be shutting down the economy and Usually it's said with some serious rage. It's probably more like, this is effing dumb. They shouldn't have shut down the economy. Everyone's freaking out over nothing. And I don't even know if this is a big deal. Okay. Well, it is a big deal. And um, I usually respond with, here's the deal. It sucks. It sucks that, you know, people are losing their jobs. It sucks that we have to deal with a financial burden of a recession. It sucks that we have to make the sacrifice to stay at home. That all sucks. We're all going through it together. But the thing is, I always tell them that I don't really give a crap what happens to the economy. I don't give a crap what happens to my businesses. I don't care about the, un- the money aspect or having to sit at home for a while. If that means we can save hundreds of thousands of lives in the United States, doesn't matter much to me to give up those things, even if it gets real crappy and it's stressful and it's annoying, (laughs) you know, it's just, the thing is, if you start putting yourself in other people's shoes, that's when it gets tough to say, is this really an over-exaggeration? Because if you start thinking to yourself, hey, if I'm that dad that lost my wife, my mother, and my infant, do I think it's an over-exaggeration to shut down the economy? Do I think it's an over-exaggeration or do I think it's overblown to socially distance? I don't. I'd happily go broke before I lose my wife. I don't have kids right now, but I'd happily, happily go broke before I lose my kids happily go broke before I lose my parents. That's just the way it is. 
And people have to stop thinking so freaking selfishly and realize that you can have an opinion and the opinion part is fine. Like if you don't think shutting down or social distancing and that stuff is the right decision, that's an opinion and that's okay. But when you come off with this level of rage because it's affecting your life so significantly, try to take a step back before forming that opinion or telling people about that opinion and think about what it's really all about. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about us. And that's important. And maybe at that point, at that point, maybe you can still form and have the same opinion, but you won't say it with so much judgment. You'll explain it with love and you'll explain the pros and cons from a logical perspective instead of emotionally. That's important because we're in this together and whether you explain it to me or someone else, we're all feeling it. But the thing is, we need to help where we can. Because you know what? Frontliners like docs and nurses and other medical staffers, they need our help. Because think about New York right now. New York, you have over 70,000 cases and you had 40,000 volunteers come in that were retired wherever they might have been. 40,000 medical staffers come in to help. These are people that are probably compromised because they're probably old, old doctors and nurses. But they decided they're going to sacrifice their lives for us. That's why we socially distance. That's why we make sacrifices for them. Because guess what? And I've heard this once before, and this really peeved me off. I heard this comment. Oh, well, that's just a frontliner's problems. They should have this figured out. That's what they do. Okay. Let me just have a response to that quick. Doctors, nurses, it's their job. We're lucky that their job involves helping people. They don't have to show up to work. They don't. You know, they're just good, kind-hearted people that are sacrificing for all of us. And if we overload them and we don't respect them and we don't give a crap about what they need, well, why should they give a crap about us? You realize at any point, they could get up and say, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going home. I know how to treat myself. I know how to take care of my family. I probably have the financial means to weather the storm. But no, they get up every day and they put in the work for all of us. So that's why, that's why social distancing matters. That's why taking this blow to the economy matters. You can have opinions and your opinions might be right. But don't have the rage because these are real lives that really matter to many, many people. So with that depressing note out of the way, sorry, I had to go on that tangent because I have been getting uh, just an endless amount of stuff and it's just, it's just really blowing me away and bothering me. But from a business standpoint, guys, I just launched course number one on Udemy and 
you can find it if you go to my social media page or if you go to educatingentrepreneurs.com. Yeah, just launched the first course. I've launched the courses on educating entrepreneurs in the past, and those were just the MVPs or the minimal viable products. Those were just written versions with some of the some of the tools included. And that, that uh, sorry, I lose my voice. That was my MVP just to test some of the stuff. But now on Udemy, I actually have the finished course one product where I have over two and a half hours of animated video teaching you guys about how to succeed pre-idea. So check that out. It's pretty freaking cool. I'm, I mean, I'm excited about it. And I, I think it's a unique way to learn because I, I don't know, I haven't seen a ton, a ton of videos that are fully animated and kind of create that level of entertainment while learning. So it took forever, but well worth it. I'm currently on my second course right now, how to find a co-founder and I'm two videos in out of the 10. That's going to be a much longer course, probably going to be five to six hours of video, but we're doing it. We're hanging in there and it's going to be, I know this is not okay to say about the first one, but this co-founder course is freaking unreal. I can't find anything like it anywhere else. Seriously, because no one really teaches about co-founders and co-founder conflict when co-founder conflict essentially leads to like 70% of companies failing in the first three years. It's just because of co-founder conflict. Sorry, I said that wrong. 70% of companies that fail in the first three years are because of co-founder conflict. There we go. Not just all, yeah, businesses. So that's really exciting. Um, really been grinding away. If you guys, you guys have seen in the past or you heard it yesterday, probably. I can't even remember what I talked about yesterday, but still trying to get N95s, trying to get surgical masks, um, trying to get the visors for hospitals right now and I'm directing a lot of supplies to certain locations where it's needed. So I'm trying to do my best where I can. I talked about a couple of weeks ago that I actually built a page on our educating entrepreneur site called hire me MN. And that is for temporary jobs that are popping up. So if you are one of the three or four or 5 million people that are losing their jobs right now, and it's going to get worse, check out hire me MN at educating entrepreneurs. And you're going to find a bunch of temporary jobs here in the twin cities. I already placed one person and that was pretty exciting. Got an email saying, Bobby, thank you. I found a job at Walmart. Nope walgreens and uh, i mean they said it's it's humbling it's not exactly what they're used to but it's something so we're all in a unique scenario i know i'm trying to figure out right now if things are real bad for six to 12 months maybe not lockdown bad what do i do where do i pull extra income from to survive and pay off buildings and whatever else. Um, it's tough. It's tough for all of us. Like I said at the beginning, and I think what we really need to do is just stay educated with what's going on. I think it's important to also not panic from the standpoint of don't let it consume every minute of your day. You can't control it. 
You can do your part to social distance. You can do your part to stay at home. But if you get sick, you get sick. You can do your best, wash your hands, everything else, but there's no reason to sit there and let it consume every bit of your day. Because why let something that you can't control consume all of your day? So I guess what you should be doing, yes, you should be taking my course. But if it doesn't apply to you, don't take my course. But you should be learning. There are a lot, a lot, a lot of resources right now giving out free courses. And that's pretty awesome. Because why would you not be taking the opportunity to learn as much as you possibly can when you're sitting at home doing nothing? I mean, if Netflix is exploding right now and YouTube had to decrease their, what is it, their frame rates, um, I, think, I think that means a lot of people are watching TV instead of learning. So maybe decide if that's you and take a few moments to sit down, grab a course that you'd like to learn about, just learn freaking important and awesome. I know I have packed myself full of stuff for April. I have so many goals. I don't know if I'll get to all of them, but I'm going to be working every day in this little baby room with my two monitors, a light up there, this microphone. We'll just be going at it. Obviously, it's going to be a lot of phone calls too, but we're just going to enjoy the situation, right? We're going to buckle down we're going to try to grow. We're going to try to help where we can. And that's a blessing of this time. So that's really it. I, I just wanted to hop on and say the first part because it was really important to me. And I thought it was important to share. And uh, from there, it's really just time to keep grinding. And I wish you all the best as you guys learn, learn, learn. Something you should do is go to my Instagram page. Bobby H. Mason at Bobby H. Mason. And you're going to find that I'm trying to teach as much as I can on that page as well. So I actually took a poll three weeks ago, four weeks ago, asking if people wanted me to start putting out daily uh, lessons from stuff that I read. And I have been doing that. And I think you can learn a lot from it because these are legitimately the best tips I find in all of the books that I read. And I'm sharing them with you. So you don't have to read all of those books. All right. So check it out. Be well worth your time, especially since you're just sitting around trying to learn anyways. So with that, have an awesome, awesome, awesome Wednesday. And I'll see you tomorrow.